0: Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of On Point, my new podcast. Again, I'm just having the best time with this. Last week, we talked about friends and friendships and loved your response. I feel like that was a really good conversation, definitely one that I needed to have for myself. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. But today we're talking about another really, really rough topic and something that I deal with every single day and that is anxiety. Yay! I just can't wait to talk about it. What a, what a great topic. Um, basically, I have struggled with anxiety my whole entire life, and I am diagnosed with anxiety disorder. Um, there's like a difference. I feel like everybody in the world has experienced anxiety on whatever level, you know? Like, day-to-day anxiety, situational anxiety, and in a lot of ways anxiety is amazing. It protects us from a lot of things, you know, like you see danger, you feel that feeling of uh, like anxiousness um and you choose to run or you choose to do something. Like that is a a place where anxiety is welcome and again, just a feeling that's like, you know, innate in all humans. We're all going to we're all going to feel anxious at some point in our life. And if you haven't Wow, that's incredible for you. I wish I was you. Um, but anxiety disorder is a little bit different and it's something that is normally diagnosed and the symptoms of anxiety disorder are a little bit different than like situational anxiousness, you know. And I'm someone that's fully diagnosed with anxiety disorder and it is debilitating. It is my biggest struggle in life and it's something that I deal with every day and I wanna talk about it because I know a lot of you guys have the same problems. And it's actually crazy. One in 14 people have anxiety disorder, which is a crazy statistic, but it's true. I did my little math, I did my little research. One in 14 people, that is a lot, and um, I am one of them. So I wanted to talk about anxiety today because something really crazy happened to me last week and it's pretty serious and scary. But basically I went to Disneyland. My boyfriend surprised me and took me in the middle of the day to Disneyland and we were going to stay there all night. And we walked in and before we even like ridden anything, we were standing in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. First ride of the day. It was dark at this point and we're in line and I'm eating popcorn. And I just remember it was like so salty. I was just overwhelmed. I was overstimulated. It kind of felt like and i was walking and all of a sudden the whole world was closing in on me i swear to god like it was just darkness and it was i was insufferable it was like restless i was just like this is the worst feeling in the world i don't know what's happening but something bad is about to happen and i just knew i just knew and my body was something not, was not right and i'm i am not someone that's ever fainted except for another story i'll talk to you guys about but I I've never fainted. I don't lose consciousness often. It's not like I don't deal with stuff like this often. And I just knew something wasn't right. My arms went completely numb. I looked at my boyfriend and I was like, "I think I'm having an anxiety attack. I don't know what's happening. Like this is really weird, but like I I don't know. I'm like scared." And he's like, "Okay, just breathe." He was trying to make me breathe. I was like, "No, no." Like, "Hold the popcorn." And the next thing I remember, I woke up and I was completely bent over my legs were stiff so I was standing up and I collapsed forwards and my hair was like down and I woke up and I was like I don't feel good and I was looking and my boyfriend's eyes were just so big like like freaking out and everyone in the line around me was looking at me all worried about me and everyone was like making a path for me to go away like leave and I was so confused on what happened because as far as I'm concerned it was one second of me like falling or something and then I woke up And I sat down and my boyfriend was like, you were out for like 15 to 20 seconds and your eyes were wide open and they were like bulging open, like, like wide. And he, it's like laugh. I can laugh at it right now because I can just imagine what I look like. But he explains it as like my neck was extended out and like veins popping, eyes were popping wide open. And he said I was like making a grunting noise, like like (laughs) and I can laugh about it right now because I'm honestly just embarrassed like I can't believe he saw me like that let alone all of Disneyland I was like oh my god this is awful like to wake up to everyone staring at me they probably thought I was drunk I was just so paranoid too I was just like nothing like this has ever happened to me in a public setting and I sat down and I ate some food and I felt immediately better like I obviously felt a little bit dizzy and weird but I felt better. And some woman came up to me and she was like, oh, sweetie, it really looked like you had like a seizure. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't, I've never had medical problems like this, except for one time before, which the exact same thing happened. And I was, it was like a year and a half ago. I was in a very calm environment about to get a massage and I was sitting up like on the table and my massage was just like touching my neck. And all of a sudden she described it as my legs went stiff again. My eyes were like wide open And I was out for, like, 20 seconds, like, just looking at nothing. So I don't know (laughs) what this was, but I obviously went to the doctor. And both doctors that I've been to about both of the scenarios are, like, not worried that it's a seizure, not worried that I, you know, that there's anything medically wrong with me. But they're always like, oh, it's just a panic attack. Oh, it's just anxiety or you're dehydrated or this. And it's annoying and it sucks and it could very well be true. But this is also very current. I literally had an MRI three days ago and I'm going to find out if there's anything like actually medically wrong with my brain, like in two days. So if that's the case, then, you know, that's different. But regardless, I do think it had a lot to do with anxiety and it was like my breaking point, And it's just... Something that's completely taken over my life to a point of me collapsing in Disneyland. Because let me explain my day that day. I wake up, instant anxiety in my chest. I check texts. First, I wake up at like seven. I look at my phone. And I see all these texts I have to answer. Then I put my phone down and I go back to bed. But I'm sitting there anxiously going through every single thing I have to answer tightness immediately in my chest that i wake up I'm on my phone i'm scrolling on tiktok seeing all these girls seeing drama seeing this remembering what i have to do today complete anxiousness i get out of bed and then it's all about me doing everything i can to be efficient in the morning so i have to time my espresso machine to end at the same time that my milk frother ends while also doing the dishwasher at the same time while also washing my face and then you know like it's all a race to fit in everything perfectly but I have nowhere to go it's just the way my life is I just feel like my body is on speed all the time and it just feels like I'm on a deadline at all times and I need to do everything efficiently or else the world's gonna end that's basically how (laughs) my mornings go almost every morning and i woke up like that on this day i edited a video tried to get it done super fast and then i went to his house and then we went to disneyland and i was like oh, all pissed because we didn't leave fast enough and i just like was a race and then the minute we got to disneyland i was in the parking lot running to the tram and then i was on the tram just stressed wanting to get there trying to find the lines like it was just constant like gears going no time to relax not once was i present not once was i actually breathing and just enjoying the moment and then i got the popcorn and i was just downing this salty popcorn i remember it was so 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 salty and then i just passed out and it's just so scary because you know if these doctors are right which you know i do think that they are which we'll find out in a couple days if it's medical but If these doctors are right, then this is completely from anxiety and completely from panic to a point where my body just can't handle it anymore. And it's so terrifying and it's debilitating and it runs my life. And I want to talk a little bit about what I particularly feel with anxiety, what helps me and just kind of like open up the conversation with it because I know it's something that so many people deal with. I always knew that I struggled with anxiety since I was a kid. I, I read up on like lately on symptoms of anxiety in young children and like just signs. And one of the things was like, oh, well, the, the, if, if a child has anxiety, like they can't go to the bathroom alone. Or like I read something that was so particular. There was like a child might think there's like an animal behind the bathroom or like, or sorry, behind the toilet. And I remember when I was younger, I couldn't go to the bathroom ever alone. I always had to bring somebody because I was convinced a coyote would be behind the toilet. Why? I don't know. Anxiety, just like from a young age, just it's 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 a chemical thing in balance in my brain. Another thing is I slept in my parents' bedroom till I was about like 13 or 14. I never slept in my own room. I was way too scared. I was convinced I was going to get kidnapped, which is also very normal. But I just, it, it was like, I can't go anywhere alone. I was so fearful of the dark. I was just embedded with fear always my whole life. And so I know, I know it's not necessarily situational. I know this is something that I deal with and my mom has anxiety as well. So I'm very familiar with, with all of it. Um, but I would say the main thing in my life that anxiety holds me back from is it's so hard for me to be present and it sucks because I can't honestly tell you guys the last time I had a good day like just a great day where I was so present and happy like I honestly don't know if I'd be standing in the middle of Zion National Forest if I would even be so present and happy. I think I would still be worrying about something. Or the other day I went to a spa and I was alone in the steam room and the sauna laying there had nothing, no phone, no nothing. But I was still just gears turning at all times. Like, I don't know how to enjoy myself. I don't know how to be present even when I go to like a dinner or I'm talking to to friends, it's like, I'm I'm worried about what they think of me. What's the next question? Um, what, like, what am I going to do after this? Oh no, I have to clean all these dishes. How am I going to do this efficiently? Like I can never just literally sit there and enjoy. Like I'm always worried about what they think I look like. I'm always fidgeting with something. I'm breaking up, you know, straw wrappers or like leaves. Like I'm always, always running. And I just can't just like, sit there and relax. And that's like my biggest symptom or I guess like, you know, day-to-day what really comes out with my anxiety. And I would say this year in particular and last year, it's gotten so much worse. Like it's it's been manageable, but this year I would say it just got so much worse because I have become just so fear-ridden. Everything I do is out of fear and I I've always been someone that puts myself out there. I'm a performer. That's what I do. Like, you know, I did have anxiety as as a as a child, but regardless of that, I would perform in front of my family or like, you know, I I loved being the center of attention, being on the stage. And that's what I did my whole life. I'm I'm a ballet dancer. That's what I do. And I don't know what what happened, but I remember like even this last Nutcracker that I did or the performance I did before that, I I have this block, I have a mental block now of like, it's it's something that I just can't break and it's holding me back and it's just fear and anxiety that just is standing there in between me, like reaching my fullest potential. And it's never been that extreme. And that's what's so scary to me is like, I'm also in a business where I do have to put myself out there, you know, I do have to go to these events and meet people and, you know, talk to talk to someone that I've never met before. And I just can't get myself to do it and it sucks I find myself making plans and just knowing the second I make them I'm like well I already know I'm not I'm gonna cancel it you know I'm like I I want to be guaranteed a good calm time so I'm gonna stay home and crochet and watch Grey's Anatomy I'm not gonna go to this one dinner and meet new people why would I do that like I'm just full of anxiety like I'm not at a place of putting myself out there and talking to people and I noticed yesterday me and my friend signed up for this like heels dance class at a studio I've never been to and we I drove there and she drove separate and she was like oh I'm gonna be seven minutes late and I was sitting in my car and I was like so anxious I was like I can't walk in there alone I can't go into this dance studio and check in and have everybody look at me and like, meet new people and sit in the class, like, this is something I've grown up with since I was three years old, is going into dance studios and doing this, and I couldn't get myself to go alone. I was terrified. What would people think about me? Um. What if, what if it's awkward? What if I'm in the wrong place? Like, just constant re-evaluating every single move that I make in something that is so normal and casual and shouldn't be such a big decision to make, you know? And, that's pretty recent that that fear of just putting myself out there at all and it really sucks because when you don't put yourself out there and you know i'm canceling all these events i'm it it doesn't even matter if justin bieber called me right now and said hey i have this club um this table at a club and you need to come i don't even think that would would erase my anxiety i think I still probably wouldn't go like I I could have the biggest opportunity in the world. And I don't I think my anxiety would honestly hold me back from doing a lot of things. There's movie premieres that I've always dreamed of going to or events or, you know, things that that I've always dreamt of doing that I just cancel because I I'm, I'm terrified and I don't know what that is. I mean, I know it's just pure anxiety, but it's so scary that it's come to a point that it's holding me back from so much in my life. And it can make you feel so lonely and so isolated. And I've obviously, I've been open with you guys about my struggles with depression, which, you know, two years ago, I struggled with depression, which is just, I laid in bed all day. I had no motivation to do anything. And this is different. This is very, very different. This is like, I'm so isolated, but I'm just full of anxiety. My Everything is running at all times. My stomach is constantly clenched. My heart is constantly tight. And it's so terrifying and it's so debilitating. Another thing that anxiety holds me back from is just pure excitement. You know, like you get these opportunities and let, yeah, let's say I'm invited to a huge movie premiere. Before I can even think about being so excited to go... I'm thinking about all these things that I have to do that I'm anxious about. Oh, my God. Well, then I'm going to go and I'm going to go to the red carpet. And what if every photographer doesn't take a photo of me because they don't know who I am? And what if there's nobody there, like a contact to take me to my seat? And what if I look stupid? And what if I trip? What if I like I'm I'm saying the what ifs a million times in my head that it completely ruins all excitement. And that happens with me with, you know, big things like that, but also just small little everyday things. I just... I'm someone that always used to be so excited about life. It did not matter what. It's like, oh, I have a long drive home. Yay, I get to listen to my favorite music. Oh, I have this one, like, popsicle in the fridge that I love so much. I can't wait to go home and eat it. Like, I used to be so excited about life. And I feel like my anxiety has come to a point where it takes away that excitement because I just go into to instant problem solving, instant questioning myself. and it sucks. It just really sucks. So you hear, like, the typical ways that people normally cope with anxiety. You hear the meditate. You hear the breathing. You hear, like, CBD or, you know, stop drinking coffee. None of that stuff has ever worked for me. I'm sorry. Meditation, I wish on everything that I could do it. And everyone has their own forms of meditation, and I'm not anti-meditation. That's not that's not what I'm saying. As a full solution for someone that's struggling with anxiety to a point that I am, meditation's not going to cut it. You know, like w- should I not have my phone in the morning? Yes, one thing that I sh- definitely should not do. When I'm you know running so so fast paced, should I breathe and calm down a hundred percent? I need to do that. Um, But the overall picture is I can't make this my whole entire identity. And this might be a controversial way to think, but it's something that really resonated with me when I heard it is you kind of have to fake that you don't have a problem and kind of ignore the problem. Because as I see it, anxiety is a parasite. And the more that you keep feeding it and you keep giving in to all of what it what it wants, it's just going to grow and grow and become your whole identity, your whole brain space. The idea is to starve the anxiety out of your body, not to train your body to live with the anxiety. So the more I cancel these events, the more I sit in my car and not walk into the dance studio The more I don't take chances, the more I don't talk to people, the bigger my anxiety is going to get. The more it becomes my identity, the more it becomes more impossible. But the littlest, tiniest things that, you know, those things that just give you instant fear the, oh, I can't get out of the car right now because I can't walk because this dance studio, what if the people think I'm weird? That instant fear that you feel, you literally need to force yourself to just get out of the damn car and do it because every little thing that you do and every little obstacle that you overcome your body's getting trained to be like oh this isn't something we have to worry about anymore okay let's get rid of that so you literally have to train it's it's it's, it is like a parasite a parasite that lives in your body and you give it sugar and sugar and sugar and it's gonna grow when you cut out the sugar you're gonna starve the parasite it's gonna go so you need to break patterns and you need to tweak the way that you cope with certain things in your life so much easier said than done is this something i'm a master at absolutely not absolutely not i always was raised with the saying feel the fear and do it anyway and it's probably the hardest thing for me And it's so weird because i'm i am such an outgoing person and i am an overshare and i talk to people but there's just something that holds me back from being my fullest potential. And I think I put on this shield and I come across like I'm so confident or I'm so this, but something that comes with anxiety is that even when I'm sitting here talking to you guys, or I'm in a conversation with somebody, I walk into a party, I'm anxious and I'm talking to someone. I am not there. Okay. With you guys right now, I am so present in this conversation, but if I'm like, this weekend I went to a birthday party I walked in I was so anxious because I was with someone I didn't want them to leave me at the party and I instantly walk up to okay one girl that I know a little bit and I'm talking to her and I'm not present in this conversation I'm like it feels like I'm putting on a complete show I'm it's almost like I'm watching myself from an outer body point of view if that makes sense and it feels so performative and I can just feel myself like, oh, my God, am I making a weird face right now? What if they think I'm weird? Oh, my God, did I did I lose eye contact with them? Do they think I'm rude? What did I just say? Like and, I'm, and I most of the time don't even listen to what they're saying. I'm thinking about a million other things and then I catch on to like the last two words that they said. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like it's not it's not present. It's not who I am and I'm not giving them at all the best version of myself which sucks but that's pure anxiety for you the more and more that you do those things that you have the instant fear and before you go through the whole problem solving the the, the, the what ifs if you can just feel you feel that instant oh ah fear to just do it you're going to train your body out of it and it's the hardest thing ever but we're going to do it together and it's going to be our answer. I'm pretty sure. For me right now in my life, I do feel like anxiety is my whole identity. It's all I talk about with anybody. It's all I think about. It's all that I try to to overcome and it's just it's running my life and I I'm letting it run my life. And I feel like the second that I can break those patterns and almost like ignore Ignore it, but not to a point of like ignoring your problems and not talking about it with a therapist or something. But if it's like my whole identity and I'm talking about it with everybody, it's it's going to be so prevalent on my mind and I'm giving it such power. And I feel like that's the one thing I'm really trying to work on right now is not to let it give like not to let anxiety have so much power over everything I do. It It runs my life. It's almost like I have a tiny little devil in my head telling me what to do and to be fearful of everything and running it's running my whole life I'm letting this little this little thing in my head run my whole life another thing that I read up on is that when you worry about something before it even happens you know you're in that state of of sitting in the car and just you're you're kind of playing through the imaginary of what could happen if you walk in and you fall and you're embarrassed and and all this stuff? What if you look bad? What if you have something in your teeth? You're putting yourself through that feeling and that anxiety twice. And this is another thing with obsessive control, which again, I've told you guys I'm also diagnosed with OCD, um, is I want to have such control over what I'm going to feel. I never want to be blindsided. I never want to be caught off guard with a feeling that I don't know how to handle. So I put myself through it already with all the ruminating, with all the worrying, with the questionings, with the what-ifs. I put myself through what it would feel like if those things really did happen. And my body is put through it. And I'm sure you guys know that anxiety causes so many problems physically. And you're gonna notice it in your body. Um, hello, me collapsing in Disneyland or my hands peeling like crazy all of high school up till now or the fact that I can't eat a meal without just not being able to swallow and and just not even thinking about food it comes out completely physically so every time you worry and you're ruminating you're putting yourself through the worst case scenario immediately that's the only option you're already training your brain that that's going to happen you're almost manifesting that that's going to happen and you're giving yourself no chance to have a different outcome. You know, you have no hope, you have no excitement anymore, and anxiety has now ruined whatever the opportunity is. With anxiety comes a lot of control issues, at least for me, as I said. And another thing I've had to be okay with and be gentle with myself is that it's going to happen. You're going to fuck up. Things like this are going to happen, but you have to be gentle with yourself. You know, if I have a really like a conversation with somebody at a party and I just feel like I wasn't myself and I'm like oh no now they think I'm weird or I said something that I shouldn't have and I'm sitting at the end of the day just beating myself up over that interaction it's just causing more and more and more anxiety you have to forgive yourself and be gentle with yourself and you have to be okay with being wrong and you have to have that mindset when you feel that anxiety in the first place you know If I'm nervous to walk into a party and I'm going through the what ifs immediately, I have to be like, okay, well, you know what? What if that does happen? So what? Life will go on. I will learn from it. I took the chance. And that's the most important thing. I'm training the anxiety out of me. And if I if I don't do it, if I hold myself back, I'm going to be more upset at myself than if I do. And I embarrass myself, let's say. And that's something that I've definitely, definitely been trying to work on is it's okay to be wrong i'm a capricorn okay i love to master everything on the first try i never want to look stupid i want to be perfect at everything that's just who i am to the core to the freaking core that is who i am i'm a capricorn so being okay with being wrong is so hard for me so hard for me but it's really really important when it comes to anxiety The biggest tip that I can tell you guys out of this episode is that the second that you feel that anxiousness coming on before you do something that, you know, causes you a lot of fear, is you can't dive into the decision making right away. You have to just take the chance immediately. You got to be okay that it will go wrong. You got to be okay that it can go south very fast and just launch yourself out there, put yourself out there. Because the more you do that, the more you're going to train your body to, to know that that's not, that's not our norm. Our norm is not to be afraid. Our norm is not to stay inside the car and not walk into the dance studio. Our norm is to put ourselves out there and be open and free and be okay with whatever happens, you know? And that is super important. The moral of the story is with anxiety, you do have to be gentle with yourself and forgive yourself, but you also have to know that if if you keep giving in to all these anxious thoughts and give in to your fears and and not take the chance, then you're just gonna train the anxiety to live on and become bigger. and you wanna you wanna train your body and your brain to have a new norm and that new norm is taking chances and living anxiety free, which is the dream, right? I would do anything to not be an anxious person. I would literally do anything those are like the mental things that I think about that help me a lot when it comes to anxiety as for physical things I would say yeah maybe caffeine is not the best I'm gonna have my one cup of coffee in the morning because it makes me happy and I love the routine of it as long as I'm not like rushing as if it's a race to finish my coffee in the morning but I have completely avoided all like Celsius energy type drinks. Red Bull, I just like, I love Red Bull so much. I really do. But when it comes to like a really, really anxious day and I know, I know what my heart is feeling and I've woke up with that feeling in my chest, obviously caffeine is not going to be the best thing for you. I have been into tea lately, like a London fog. Earl Grey does have caffeine in it, but... London fogs are great. Chamomile tea at night. I also got these CBD gummies. So there's no THC in it. It's just CBD. And they're these like nighttime gummies. And I swear I've never had the best sleep. Like that's the one thing with my anxiety that isn't a symptom is sleep. I, I'm i a good sleeper. I go to bed. I sleep through the night every night and I wake up in the morning, which is incredible. But yeah, the CBD gummies are great. I I kind of want to try like to see if there's a CBD gummy or a pill that I could take during the day. So if you guys have any recommendations for that, I haven't really dove into that that much though. Um, Another thing lately that has been amazing for me is I go to this gym and they have a cold plunge um, bath, which yeah, that's a very, that's a luxury. And I'm not telling you guys to go out and buy a cold plunge, but the idea of me going into cold a cold water like cold water the most ang- I hate being cold I'm so anxious I'm so nervous I'm like oh I have to be brave for this and you do it and the first minute is literally awful it's the hardest thing I've ever done I'm sitting there freezing my ass off and then you're in there for another two minutes and it's okay and your brain is trained to calm down and you get out and I've read up on, on cold plunge or like cold water in the morning. And if that's the hardest thing that you can do in your day, everything else is going to be easy. It helps so much with anxiety. And it's like, that's another thing that trains your brain to be like, okay, I can do hard things. I can, I can do things that scare me. Even if it's, you know, jumping into some cold water or turn your shower to cold at the very end of your shower and just, Like, go through, I know it sounds so weird, but, like, go through that, like, mental block. And I swear, it helps. It's weird, but it helps. Another thing that I also read up on lately is to have something sour when you find yourself panicking or, like, feeling super anxious. Because it immediately takes away all thoughts of your brain and just goes completely to, like, the sour taste so if you have a lemon like I've heard you know if you're at a restaurant and you're feeling anxious get some lemons on the side and bite into a lemon or I recently bought warheads so random but there's like these little warheads and I had them in my bag and I would just like take a sour candy I could probably find something healthier than that but having something sour in your bag does help me a lot because it immediately takes your brain off of whatever it is you're ruminating about. So, that's another tip that's like more physical. As for breathing and meditation, I have not found a meditation that works for me. Meditation on honestly makes me more anxious sometimes cuz I'm sitting there and I'm completely beating myself up over the fact that I can't even meditate or make my brain relax and I'm like sitting there I'm like, "Okay, finally I'm going to try to meditate." And then I'm thinking about a million things and then I hate myself for thinking of a million things and then I'm right back to where I was and it's just like torturous which I know is the process of meditation I've heard is like to sit there and like be okay with the thoughts and be okay with letting them go. I have not gotten to that point yet and if you guys have something for someone like me that like a meditation that really works for you guys please recommend me. I can't do the apps. I can't do the Headspace. I can't do Calm. I can't like I've tried every Spotify meditation on earth. None of them have really worked for me. So I'm not sure if that's the answer for me. Breath work also makes me anxious because I feel so lightheaded. Like they're really like that kind of breath work or when it's like, hold in for eight seconds, I freak out because I'm like Maybe well, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point of breath work is to freak out. But I'm not sure if that works (laughs) the best for me. I do find that when I'm anxious and I'm holding it all in my chest or like my stomach, breathing Through my stomach, like making my stomach super big and filling it with air, helps me a lot because I always find I'm in the car. Everything is so tense, and I'm holding my abs, and I just need to like release it. So that's another method that works for me physically. But other than that, I'm I'm still struggling. I am on the struggle bus, and it's funny. Like every topic I'm talking about right now, in what are we on the third, fourth episode? is so current. And this is the one thing that just runs my life. And it's something that is debilitating and something that I still have not mastered. I'm on medication. I'm on Zoloft, which is a antidepressant, but it's also an anxiety medication. And I want a small dosage because I used to be on a higher one and I kind of felt zombie-like and that really sucked. But that is another thing that, you know, last resort, if you're really feeling like that, talk to a psychiatrist and see if you could get something that might help you. And I, I don't find anything wrong with medication. If it's something that's going to help you through whatever you're going through right now, it, it's not a lifelong thing. You know, it's not that you're going to have to have to have this for the rest of your life and depend on it. It's just right now, it's so debilitating that I can't get my work done and I can't accomplish what I need and or this or that or it's ruining my relationship then it's okay medication is okay and I think that took me a while to kind of be okay with because I was always like oh all natural and hate the idea of having to have something to be myself but truly anxiety ridden Luna is not myself either so it's okay. And the medication honestly hasn't helped like that much. I haven't seen like a drastic change, which I like. I and mean, I want to be able to also learn tools to handle it on my own for life. But the medication is also good and great and okay. And don't be too hard on yourself if it comes to that. But obviously talk to a doctor and talk to a psychiatrist and a therapist and see if that's right for you. Um But those are the things that have helped me a little bit. It's funny. I almost feel like this podcast, like I should be the one giving you guys all this advice, but I'm just kind of telling you about how like these things in my life are so terrible and awful. It's almost, but I I like that. I feel like I'm having a conversation with you guys and being honest with with everything. I, I really do hope that you guys don't feel the same way I do, but I also hope you do so that I don't feel so crazy. But if you do, shoot me a little message and let's let's talk about it. Please don't. Let let me feel like I have some people that that feel the same. Please, I don't I don't want to feel alone in this, but I don't think I am. I know that anxiety is something that most of my friends deal with and my family. And it's just worldwide. It really is. And it sucks, but we're gonna get through it together and We're all gonna hold ourselves accountable to train the anxiety out of us. This week, you have homework. On Point is giving you homework. And that homework is you're gonna have to do one thing out of your comfort zone, one thing that makes you anxious and fills you with fear that is, you know, typically not. I mean, yeah, don't go skydiving. I mean, mean, maybe, yeah, go skydiving, but don't like go do something crazy. Like something little, something little that gives you anxiety and you're going to push yourself in next week. I'm following up with you. I'll tell you what I did and you guys will message me what you guys did and I'll open it in my little love letter box. How about that? That'll be our tradition. So, your homework is one thing that makes you anxious, put yourself out there, do it. I want to hear and I can't wait. I can't wait to see how far we come together. I love you guys so so much. You guys are the only thing that don't make me feel anxious ever. I'm so happy that I have you guys to talk to. And, you know, that's another thing is just journaling, talking to people, talking to my friends, because you'd be surprised how many people feel the same way. And I'm just grateful to have you guys here with me. All your messages have been so sweet and supportive and I love you so, so much. I can't wait to dive into so many more topics on this podcast. I'll also keep you guys updated with the medical reasons as to why I collapsed in the middle of Disneyland. That was so scary. That was so, so scary. Um, But yeah, that's the end of this podcast episode. I love you guys so, so much. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.